are now listening to the Podical Sons podcast. This is a very, very special episode. Not only because we have a very, very special guest here with us that you'll be hearing the life of, the audio of, the antics of, the silliness of, but it's a special episode because it's the first time this guest has heard the name of the podcast, uh, the Podical Sons podcast, uh, often known as... My son's podcast, when talked to uh, by uh, Selena's friends on Facebook. Definitely should have been the name. Uh, my son's podcast. Yeah, I do like the name. Uh, I'm introducing uh, our mother, Selena Star Newman. Newman in the house! Uh, can't be given a government. I was like, yeah, I, 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 felt, I felt off doing it. I was like, I don't know. I want to give people... Uh, info to hack into our. Um, I don't know. That's what? A, but that's a, that's a, and that's a, that's a unique name. I don't think you share uh, a star. I'm not gonna say how it's spelled, but I'm sure. I don't, oh, think, yes. I don't think you share a star with we're, anybody else. No, it's a popular name. No, you know we know Michelle's nosy, so she's asked my mom this question, but I don't really know if I know the answer. Where did star come from? I'm named after. Uh, whoa, 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 slow down, slow down. Yeah, slow down. chill out. Why? You think it's a family feud? <laughs> <laughs> it's a family view interview, and it's not. Yes, it's not. I was like, "This is not a parent-teacher It's ain't your answer machine. Okay, okay, okay. Really? Okay, these two are my sons. Oh, you know how they are. Where do they get it from? And they want me to calm it down. Okay, I'll try. Anyway, I'm right, named Zoe. from. Oh no. Oh, Star, I don't your know. Name. Oh, your oh, oh, name. My, from my aunt's best friend. Her name was Ruth Star, and so they named me Star. They didn't want to name me Ruth. Huh. So here I am. Shout out to the Ruth. <laughs> it would have been a, it would have been a Ruth um, in Selena. the family. Selena. Oh, you were asking about Selena. Oh Lord, Selena came from Peyton Place. Y'all don't know nothing about that, y'all little youngsters. But the first soap opera that ever was at night was called The Peyton Place with all the drama. Which is probably boring now. But anyway, so Selena came from Pain Place. Again, my aunt's favorite show. What's up? Shout out Aunt Grace. How do you know? Yep, Aunt Grace. That's it. Yep, right. Yes, because that's that's our grandmother, your mother's best friend as well. Yeah. So I figured, you know, that's her. That's her road dog. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) um, But yes, so I I feel that. I mean, yeah, educated guess. Yeah, very good. Nice. Good job. Good job. Selena, I mean, we, I don't have any reference other than like the movie Selena, like anything for Selena. Did people say that when that movie came out? Did, like, did people say that to you? No, from the I movie. Don't remember that when really? the movie Selena came out, nobody was like, "No, oh, Selena." No, you no. was in you was in California. I know you guys. I mean, I'm older. I'm an older person. She wasn't my age. What, like the real Selena? Yeah. How old was the real Selena? She was probably your. Oh well. No, she not, definitely not in our generation. Yeah, okay. but it's a famous Selena. You should know, but like Lance knows all about all the famous Lances. Yeah, I got all the famous Brandons on deck. Selena yeah. wasn't really famous until she died, and Jennifer Lopez paid, played her. So that's real. You know, okay. that's real. So when by fact, the time you know that happened, I'm listening. It's still about Jennifer. <laughs> it went really mm. about Selena. I'm sorry. But yeah, now people I recognize Selena and they say Selena. That's a crazy story. You know, you, so you saw the movie, right? Yeah. Where, like, okay. you know, somebody close to her, like oh, a, the president of her yes. fan club, yes. like, killed her. 
Yeah, that was nuts. That's why we can't be giving your government out. Right. People, 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 you going to be like diehard fans yeah. of the <laughs> prodigal sons. What's the name of the podcast? This is my son's podcast. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> The name. I know the name. I Let's love see. the name. What it's is it? the Podical Sons. Okay. Because now my sons have returned. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. I mean, yeah, we're in your living room right in now. The house. Thank you for allowing us to do this. Yes. Uh, we've been wanting to have a third guest on. And I think this is. Uh, I, guess, I no. mean, the streets have been. We've had been asking, though. Yeah. The yes. streets have been asking yes. about you. What? Yeah, yeah, people have hit me up. It's like, uh, when you going to you gonna have, <laughs> you see, when this, when it goes, just behind the baseball, when this goes, Uh-oh. when it's going to orange. I'm doing too much. Just, just, yeah, just not, not a okay. football game. Okay, what about this? Do, what about if I do? Oh, my God. <laughs> Way yes, back here. I like that. I can That's do it back better. there. Okay, okay, okay. Because yes. look, my what's are coming and going. Y'all, yeah, welcome from me. Welcome to the Particle Sons Podcast, episode 23. That's Jordan. For the greatest of all time, we believe that our mother is a goat of sorts, right? We think that um, she is definitely the greatest of all time, so we wanted Aww. to bring her Aww. on the podcast. Aww. Now, we have all types of questions, and all types of questions will come up as we go. Like, you were just talking, and, like, so many things was popping in my head about, like, um, well, no, it's, a, it's all good. It's okay. all good. Okay. We were just talking about uh, football games. So, mm. I don't know if you know this, but, like, you know, I'm like very it gives me it's crazy anxiety to like be at a football game with you i i know actually i was gonna tell the story okay so like i have this big loud cheering mom voice of course you know they're my sons i love them they're the best and i appreciate everything they do and i can't help but show it to the whole wide world so my voice is so loud that you can hear it in a stadium if i'm cheering for my son's plan so brandon who, of course, is playing and wants, his, wants to hear his mom, you know, cheering him on. He loved it. Lance hated it. Oh, my God. He hated it so bad. Like, he would not sit next to me during games. He would be like, Mom, would you stop? But see, but see you think I hated it just because you was loud. Okay. What was it? I didn't want somebody else to be offended by your loudness and then say something to you and then me have to check them in the stands. Therefore, we get kicked out. So on and so forth. Like, I always thought that, like, it's obnoxious and somebody <laughs> else feels the same way I do, but they better not say it. Ah. You know what I mean? So it was like, I, I would keep my headphones on, keep my head down. I don't want to, like, I'm locked into the game. I don't want any smoke with anybody that's going to turn sideways or look funny. Because, you know, it would be a quick, what the fuck you looking at, nigga? <laughs> She's cheering. Like, what's up? I will say it is a, uh, it's something to be, in public with you, um, just an overall thing. Uh, I remember one time we were in Carabas. We were in Carabas, Michelle and I, and my mom, and she came up from Notre Dame for a game, and she was telling us about uh, a friend of hers' daughter who just put out an album, right? Regular dinner father. That's like interesting. Mom's always putting on her friends. That's where we get it from, probably. Uh, yeah, and uh, just like bringing up people. And then out of nowhere, I hear this song, and I was looking at her, and she's, she had the YouTube video pulled up, <laughs> loud as hell, in the Carabas, like, showing Michelle and I, I was like, hey, uh, um, yeah, oh, yeah, that's cool, yeah, let's, let's listen, listen to that in the car. Uh, but yeah, so I, yeah, I, 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 I feel you. And also, I did, I did like it, I, I mean, I was, 
yeah, I in high school, show, I, was, was. I was so good that I was like, I would be bored and be like, you know, I'd wait for my mom to scream. And yes. then I was like, oh, let me go make a play. <laughs> yes, so it, was it like, did. It's, it worked. As easy as it that worked. is. And then, um, yeah. uh, there was, and then there was the time, obviously, the infamous story. I was just listening to Michael Jr. on the Bomani Jones, uh, Bomani's, um, yeah, Bomani Smith. Bomani Jones, Bomani Jones. Bomani, 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 Bomani. You know Bomani? I follow him on Twitter. Okay, yeah. I forgot his last name. Yeah, but anyways. Um, this is a bald name, right? Gullick was on his podcast yeah. uh, earlier this week, and I was listening to them. And uh, why did I bring that up? Because my, my voice and oh, Gullick. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Um, he. Sh- at a at a spring game, which had it's a lot of people still at that spring game. It's at like, the Notre Dame yeah. football field, if you it a, know, it's one of the big ones. It's yes. okay. Go yes. ahead. It's a, it's they a, keep the wooden uncomfortable seats. Yeah, call it vintage. I think they fixed them now, but oh my yeah. god! And they make them the seat size that they give you. It's like people in the nineteen nineties. We're not nineteen nineties people. Give me a, a half another seat, okay? Yes, yes, the the Notre Dame fan experience. I didn't really experience that. Oh, I never went yeah. to a game. You're playing. I, Sorry, my first game, I was I had a helmet on. But <laughs> but but anyways, uh, at the spring game, I got a sack <laughs> on Gullick, like threw him out the way, and then went and like like just tagged off on Dane because Dane was a sorry, you know, the homie Dane. Shout out to yeah. Dane. I beat and, him in um, NCAA. You be Dane uh, in NCAA? Yeah, it's not a good look for him. No, Dane, Dane constantly talks trash about NCAA back in the day, and then somebody from Louisville would come up and just wax him, and he just, you know. And I'm not good at video games. Like, all my friends, all my, all your, my friends will tell you, like, I'm very, I'm, I'm the weak link. Oh, y'all leave Dane alone, and you stop saying you're weak. Anyways, I, well, I I sacked I sacked him, and then you heard my mom, and the one of the refs was like, "Is that somebody's mom?" And they were like, <laughs> branded him. So like, yeah, like you could hear like my mom distinctly on the field at Notre Dame Stadium, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah I think that's where funny. I think that's where our voices come from." We we I mean, with you and Dad both being very kind of verbally authoritative people, yeah, like Ooh, I you like know that. What I mean, it, it, it definitely. Transition to us in the verbally authoritative. Our 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 our, our voices command a room when we wanted to. Yeah, right? when yeah. we wanted to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I'm not like big and loud all the time, and I am. No, I mean you're. You the know, queen I'm a professional. I know when to tone it all the way down, but yeah, I do get excited, and when I get excited, it is what it <laughs> is. Also, we we'll call that ghetto. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Excuse- I, 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 I was I was going to take it. Right and left at the same time. Recently retired woman. Congratulations. I think those people feel a certain sense of uh, deserved entitlement when it Thank comes to you. like what they can and can't do. Thank you know, you. like a most honorary place is probably a, 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 a old folks home. You know what I mean? <laughs> RIP to them. You know, they really getting hit hard with COVID. Uh, COVID. They, COVID. 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 COVID? I, don't, I don't know why you keep saying COVID. C-O-V-I-D. Thank you. The English teacher and the writer of the Paul Prince. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, my, my English, my English, uh, my English roots, uh, if you will. But actually, um, <laughs> I wanted to ask you, how is like retirement life? Like, how is this like other side of this thing that you know society forces us into? Well, you know, um, I, I, I retired 
a little early, as you can tell. I'm not like, you know, that old decrepit person. But anyway, um, I retired a little early, but the reason I did is because I worked. I worked for 40 years, and I loved my careers, and it was a great life. But now I love being home. I love my grandkids. I love relaxing. I love vacationing. So, yeah, I, I retired, and it's the best life. I, I literally retired one day, got on a plane, and was gone for a month and a half. Bye. See ya. And it's 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 love. That's how much you love her grandbabies. <laughs> you, you love your grandbabies watching two days in a row? Yeah, that's more than enough. Yeah, what? Like hey, you you heard it now. I got what? it on I got it on tape. Yeah, you need to chill, Lance. Yes. That that what? is she shows you all kinds of love in that regard. Oh, I know you're not getting ready to talk about me and my grandkids because I do have my grandkids. They know they have me. I love them. We have a scheduled day. If I can't make that day, I change it to another day so I can have my babies. Mm. We good. Carter, now, Carter if you want more time, I don't know what to tell you, but I ain't have no... So you said your day is your limit? Yes, baby, that's enough. <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm just clarifying. I'm just clarifying. Ask no, them, it's enough too. You're being greedy. Ask them, it's enough too. Well, no, we brought this up when we were talking oh, about, um, you know, us coming up and uh, staying with different folk on multiple nights. You know, we would be there for the day and stuff like that. But you know, get to spend the night somewhere because you're working. You were a hardworking woman. You had like, I think I remember two jobs and you were going to school or something like that, right? So like, um, Elks Lounge was your was your hangout spot. How was that? I was that? working. I was about to say that was the bar she worked at. <laughs> Right, right. That's what I mean. Oh, yeah. But okay. they, yeah, yes. As, so, some, look, as a bartender, so that look. is your hangout spot. Okay. So, yeah. so when we're talking about that and grandparents and all that, my mother, who loved these two more than anything in the world. She, she did. Would, she was the least mean with us. Yeah. She really loved And it. that was really mean. Right. She's a mean person. So, well, she's not a mean person. She's a direct person. She's so, a Leo. Yeah, She's verbally and, and, authoritative. Verbally yes, authoritative. Yes. You know how Leos think everything is about them and what they say goes and all that. So that's my mom. The only people that she ever gave in or yielded in any kind of way was with these two. So anyway, to make a long story short, my mother, who adored these two, she never babysit when they were little. She would not change yeah. a diaper. Yeah. She would not, until they were self-sufficient, she was never... On 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 on. Duty. Hey, see, I can get with that. Period. Yeah, I can get with that. Oh yeah, you can get with that. But yeah. you mad about my one day and I got no, your no, no, four no, kids. No 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 no. no, 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 no. Oh, and okay. four of them. Okay. I mean, two of them is self sufficient. Let's so get it right. Oh, Let's get it right. Goodness. And no, it's only one. And none are self sufficient when I they're did. with their grandmother. Yeah, Do you I, remember I, being with your grandmother? Are you serious? It's like I didn't grandma this, grandma that. I need this. I want that. I didn't know this was going to be this. And grandma, did grandma give us a lot, Brandon? Or not give us a lot, but like, yeah, whatever you want. Make your like we we did that ourselves. Did what yourself? Like made eggs in a basket. No, no, grandma made all that. Are you crazy? Yeah, she used to put Popeyes in the in the oven. That's why I probably like food in the oven. That's supposed to be in the microwave. She used to put banquet Popeyes in the oven for us. Chicken yeah. Popeyes go. Well, and the Swanson and stuff like that. Yeah, Popeyes. she was eating, and we couldn't we couldn't drink our drink till we finished our food. Oh yeah. Okay. And you can't talk at the table. You can't wear a hat. Yeah. All that. All that. But um. Anyway, so you guys were not at everyone's house all the time. 
after you got bigger, your grandmother <laughs> would take one night if I was working and my sister was alive at the time, Aunt Angie. She had, she was like me. She had to have her day. She was like, had a bedroom for them. She was like, what's my day? Give me a day. So she took a day, but but I'm going to tell y'all a secret. Okay. So when I first moved to Louisville, I was divorced from their dad. And um, like I told you, my mom wasn't about that babysitting life. So I never got to go out and have fun. So I took a job at the bar and okay. that my mom and sister would babysit when I was at work. She wouldn't babysit if I wasn't working, but she would babysit if I was working. So that's why I started working at the Elks. <laughs> Wow. So we started spending all that time with grandma because mom found a loophole to have some fun and make some money. I found a way to go out and have some fun and have some money. And we used to go to Books a Million with the, with that tip money. Man, y'all love and, and, that and tip a, money. And the uh, dollar wheel. My mom, my mom would be home asleep. We we get home or whatever. We, we were home and we'd count her money and just have fun counting. The, and then we'd go to the dollar movie uh, and... Probably food, dollar movie, and then books a million. Or books something like a that. million and or um, probably Red Lobster. Toy, Toys R Us. Toys and y'all love they love, but really they love books a million as much as Toys R Us. That's what I really love. I, I love these two because they're so such great people, such great kids. Always have been. <laughs> so if you know any other kid that you can take them to books a million, they get just as excited and not complain about Toys R Us. That's that's the ticket right there. We're but keepers. yep, I was a bartender because I wanted to listen to some music and have fun and have a babysitter. All right, they can read the book. So you was 18 years old in 1979. Uh, in 1979, I was 17 when I graduated from high school. Um, stuff was going on then. You know, the cost of living, the average monthly rent was $280. Oh, wow. Is that crazy? That is. Oh, when you was in Hawaii, I paid, you know, handled your rent for you. And, well, it's you, nobody's you business the money. what my rent is. No, I'm not. T- I'm not about to say what your uh, rent is, but it's ridiculous. Uh, it's like more than it's more than what I pay for my four bedroom house. House. Yeah. yeah, I live in the West End of Louisville. I mean, you live in the West End of Louisville, and Louisville is a very segregated city. I live in the East End of Louisville, and yeah, the rent's higher just because it's in the East End. It's true. Mm. I did not know this was going to be this. Like I, I like I was like, oh, Lance is prepared with factoids, and then he started. <laughs> what about your rent? And I was like, what are you attacking, mom, on the, the podcast? I mean, I wasn't talking about rent. I was just that was just one of the first things that came up. I mean, in 1979. I'm over here looking at like everything that was going on in this. You lived in a wild time. Uh-huh. Did, did you even remember any of this? Like, um, I mean. Michael Jackson's Off the Wall was the biggest thing. Oh, a Walkman yeah. We was loved two, Michael Jackson. A Walkman was, was $200. Wow. I, you missed my joke. I heard it. <laughs> I heard it. People have made that one. I'm going to say it again. We loved Michael Jackson when he was black. Oh, so, so a lot of talent out of Gary, Indiana. <laughs> so did he have vitiligo? No, Off the Wall, he was handsome. He was a handsome man. Did you think he real. had vitiligo? What? No. 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 He had money to bleach his skin. 1979, Rhodesia turned into Zimbabwe. Oh. Did you know that? Like, were you aware of that at 17? No. That's wild. I'll be honest. I was not. That's wild. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's just random stuff. It's like, and you know, I feel like when I was 18, I was 18 talking about like the Rwandan genocide. You know what I mean? Like, 
talk about Hutu and Tutsi and stuff like that. Like I, I was kind of aware of that going on there. Who's you talking to about that? I wrote a poem. It was yep. very nice. He did. Yeah. It's true. Okay. Yeah. You're right. But no. it's just interesting. What were you thinking about at seven? You I was like going to college. I was ready to go party. Oh my God, mom! But yeah, you, but you was in the but you, you, when you in. but you when you when you yeah. a social uh when you in this uh she was not I, an no, activist at all. I, That's why grandma didn't like her. What? No, I'm playing. Go ahead, I go ahead. was an activist. <laughs> I was I was president of the Black Student Association Club. Oh, I was dope. on the main university's student council. Is this before or after AK? All of it's together. Simultaneous. I love me and mm. yes. You know I'm an AKA, and we definitely, everybody wants to think of us as, you know, this social group that wears pink and green and pretty and skiwi. Oh, that's true. But we work hard. We mm-hmm. are all about social justice mm-hmm. and working for the community. Y'all got a president. Yeah. Oh, VP of the USA is an AKA, just like me. Can't no Delta say that. Okay. Is Michelle Delta? Michelle Obama, because that counts. What, what is she? I, no, no, I she's like, hey, you ain't is see she? her pink, put her pinky up. No, I don't. I don't she can do whatever hair size she wants. Black America. No, I don't know about Michelle Obama. I don't want to. I want to claim her because I've never heard her say it. But one day she put that pinky up. But we was like, hey, is Michelle a soror? Mm. <laughs> what do you think about the whole divine nine thing? Uh, like, because I, I guess uh, I, there's a lot of people that champion it and. You know, Q dogs are are loud and proud in the streets. But then there are some people that have experienced, or I guess I know someone who's experienced some pretty bad hazing and was hospitalized because of it. Uh, so it's kind of they have this kind of torn relationship. I, I kind of I kind of note with Notre Dame a little bit, yes. but like if he has that type of men, a mentality about his brothers and being a Q and uh, the the hazing that he experienced. But the Divine Nine as a whole obviously got put on a big spotlight when Kamala uh, became vice president. But yeah, what do you what do you think about it as, as a whole in society and black black culture and like what it what, what it means to America? Um the sorority and fraternities, the Divine Nine, we were initially uh, developed because um, Back in the day, they did not let African-Americans join regular um, fraternities and sororities on on these campuses. Mm -hmm. So that's how we came together. But again, we're all about the social justice, all about taking care of the community, all about being progressive. So it's an amazing thing. And so just like, you know, Lance kind of almost threw a look, tried to throw a little shade at Deltas. I'm waiting for you to finish. I'm about to throw shade at the whole thing. On the undergrad level yeah we act like we're enemies but really we're all think we're brothers and sisters we all are working for the same common goal um back to the hazing yes um back in the day in the younger days hazing was a big problem and anybody that tells you tells you that they pledged a sorority or fraternity in the um divine nine and it was before Recent years, uh, I, I'm not going to say what years, I don't know, but if it was le- it earlier, they're older, uh, yeah, they were hazed, for sure. The thing about it, though, the reason I have no regrets or no bad feelings about that time, 
Because while you're going through that, you're going through with a group of people that you are bonding with, that you love, that you learn to depend on. So now my sorority sisters, that my sands that I crossed the burning sands with, that we went through all that together. First of all, we'll never tell anybody else what it was because it was our unique together experience. And we don't talk about it outside of, outside of the house. But secondly, those are... Like, those are my sisters. Those are my best friends. Like, I talk to them. We make sure every year we get together. It's a serious bond that was worth anything that, you know, could be looked at as negative. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. I mean, when you kiss another person in the mouth because of uh, a hazing what? thing that you got Now, do. who said anything about I, I, I was, was, was kind of hitting towards the hazing. Um, but yeah, no, the whole mouth? thing, though, it, do, you, do you see how some can kind of take it as like an elitism that the Divine Nine represents? Very like Du Boisian intellectualism that kind of forgets about or thinks they are better than, you know, another sector of folk. I see how some people see that that are not involved, but I promise you, if you're actually in meetings and doing the work, you don't feel like that at all. You feel like you have, I mean, you realize that you have some privileges that other people don't have, but instead of feeling like you're better than them, we feel like, so that's why we give back. That's why we give so much of our time and our money and our energy, because yeah, there is some privilege to having gone to college and graduated and um, part of an organization that you have sisters all over the world, sisters and brothers all you over the vice world president. that might help you. I'm going to so, have my line sister. Yeah. Hold on yeah, real quick. Yeah. Like imagine if you was Camilla Harris's line sister. How lit is that? Yeah, exactly. Camilla, you coming to the to the yearly link up? <laughs> It's just Kamala. I don't know how to say COVID. Oh. You don't know how to say Kamala. That's good. I'm here for it, though. I'm glad that we both struggle with this. You know, with, with something. With 2021? We're just struggling with 2021. No, hey, that's, that is good to hear. I guess there's a... Yeah. Hold on real quick. I'm going to say... I'm gonna say Man. I'm gonna do all their their signs. Oh no, please all don't. No, 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 no. All of all of their calls at once. No. Just listen. Just listen. No. I just did all of their... Ha, ha, ha. That's a funny joke. It was. Um, just to switch topics real quick. Um, I, you know, I was like, okay, we're going to interview mom. Or not interview, but have her as a guest. And um, I'm real big on stories and like um, just times of old. It's always bugged me out to like think of you as a regular person. Okay. Or not bum me out, but like just I always felt weird like... My mom has done the things that I did. You know, like when you have a kid, you realize what your parents did to have that kid. <laughs> and it's like, you know, people, parents are regular people. You know, it's a very humbling thing that happens. Um, so I don't want to get into anything risque, right? But I want to think like, so like, again, you're 17 years old. I'm staying with this uh, 1979 joint. Um, you're 17 years old, and the movies that are popular um, are the following. Please stop me where you was like, I was in a movie theater, I was with this person, or that you could possibly remember. You don't have good memory? No, go see. ahead. Superman the movie, Every Which Way But Loose, Rocky Two, Alien, The Amityville Horror, Star Trek The Motion Picture, Moonraker, The Muppet Movie, The Deer Hunter, 
Kramer versus Kramer. Nothing. Oh, no. That's amazing. Like, all of those are... I would have said when you first asked me that I wasn't watching movies because I was in cop- going to college and doing other stuff with people. But yeah, like th- yeah, those are my favorite movies. Yeah, we're going to I a started movie. them then. Yeah. 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 Do you, do you can you remember like going to see Rocky like, was it and has always been and I still that? watch him now even though he's did old you, and like, changed. Did you go with friends, girlfriends, boyfriends? Did you like Yeah, all of that. What you mean? All of that. <laughs> It's, it's like either or. Yeah, all of it. No, but which way is is you go see it twice? Group dates. On no, I'm saying dates. Rocky two. You went to Rocky two with Jamal from down the street, or you went to Rocky two with your girl. No, no, I I don't have memories like that. If you're asking that. Oh, okay, that's no. convenient. Yeah. Okay. Convenient. <laughs> what do you mean? How did where, where did you where, where did you want from? You that? know, Lance thinks I don't tell anything because I got so many stories. Lance secrets. knows. Lance knows that she doesn't tell anything. <laughs> so that's what he's talking about. Whatever. Is anyone else asking other than Lance? Though that's my question. No. No. <laughs> Just Lance. <laughs> no, Lance brought up a good point. He really does have a a, a, a special. My mother is mother, not person um, thing going on in his head. So he uh, has it for daddy too, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So his parents were his parents. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm gonna tell a little story since you're talking about liking stories. So I was out at out. I'm single. So I was out at a club. Oh. God, I'm not really a club person. Like I'm story. sounding like you sounding like it, ain't you? <laughs> but but no, but, um, I've heard the story. Right, you just telling us to bring it in the podcast. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, tell it. Okay. So, um, so this guy, um, you know, kind of liked me a little bit. He guess he thought I was cute, and then he found out I was Lance's mom, and he's somebody that's out in the business, um, with with. Um, the the club scene and um, the poetry and all that. Um, so um, he kept got he kept getting really excited. You're Lance's mom. You're Lance's mom. Like no, wow. And really, part it was two parts. One was that I looked this young and amazing, and two, it's Lance. He you know likes Lance, so he was all excited. So he like was 60, going 40. through. So he was going through this thing where he liked me as a woman. But I was Lance's mom. So we still kind of went with it. We hung out a little bit and went to breakfast and nothing, nothing, not, you know, we didn't do anything at all. But we liked each other. So we were thinking about, you know, starting to see each other. Um, So anyway, I told Brandon the story. And I didn't even tell Brandon that I was thinking about dating a guy. I didn't say he's cute. I like him. I just said I met him and he liked me and he was excited because I was Lance's um, Lance's mom. So Brandon said to me, Mom, don't do that to Lance. I'm like, huh? He's like, don't do that to Lance. So in my mind, I was like, what is he talking about? Then, you know, I'm a, I'm a counselor, so I work with kids. And then I thought about it. I'm like, ah. What is the one thing that any boy can say to another boy and they're going to fight? Like, it's all other kind of stuff that you might have some, some, some feelings about. But if you say this one thing to a boy, it's a fight. Man, I f your mama. <laughs> so I understood what Brandon meant when he said, Mom, don't do that. So I didn't talk to dude. 
But he was a cutie, Lance. But that's okay. I didn't talk to him. This the story you knew. This the story. Yeah. In totality. Yeah. Completely. I heard it. I mean, I still don't I know who the character is. This is the first time. His name. This is the first time I I I vaguely remember saying that, but. You remember saying, don't do that to Lance? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I vaguely remember. So, here's what I want to know. I, Why did you know that I liked the person or was thinking about getting with him? Because all I said is I met him. We hung out. What are we? What are we, children? I, we're like, <laughs> if we're children, we're your children. Like, we know what. <laughs> like, like the reason Lance thinks you have so many stories <laughs> is because you have so many friends. <laughs> Your friends equal stories. Uh, another thing about my parents, they're just unreconcilable. It's like, how how many people are y'all, how many friends do y'all have? Like, I think about my friends, quote unquote, that I introduce my kids to, and all of them are like married. So there's no there's no need to like second guess the, the qualifications, right? But it's like, this is a friend from Elks. This is the cake lady. This is the friends from, the, you know, different things. It's just like, this is the friend from, not. this is the friend in the green jacket you who is a nightmare, Lance. You. you know, I, you didn't see me did sneak not. him out. It's like mixing me in with his dad causes too many problems because we, no. No, I mean, but no. if, if we're, if we're going to be here, rightfully so, in these instances that we're talking Ooh. about. Yeah. Like, since, like, I mean, obviously, we, we you got, you guys got it. I will say, they got a divorce. My dad, and my mother got a divorce when I was two years old. So there's no recollection of me knowing them as a couple, and there was no heartbreak when they, uh, when they weren't didn't work what? out. Stop. So you don't remember the the car? Oh, this is New Land. Oh my! You God. don't remember the car? The, this is the three Jordan level uh, podcast. podcast. It is story time. You don't remember the car? You okay. remember the car, don't you, Mike? I don't. I don't know. Grand if I want to talk about what? No, the car. You you know what I'm talking about though? No. Like um, when we was leaving, like like when we was leaving from Grandpa from Grandpa Mo's, and like I was like at the back of the window of the car, you saying Daddy, Daddy. And he was, and he was like in the middle of the road on some sad nigga shit. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't remember? It was a movie. It was no, a movie. No, it was like, no, daddy. No, I'm going to say this. When we moved to Louisville, when we moved yeah. to Louisville from New York. No, I, yes. I, yeah. Lance really did have a hard time when we get divorced. Oh, my God. He was like four. And like he was close, really, memory. really close to his dad. Right. Really, really close. Yeah. And, and I'm going to tell you, that was intentional. Um, they're two years apart. So when we had Lance, of course, I'm mom. So, you know, moms do what they do. Dads do what they do. But I was mom. Well, when I got pregnant with Brandon, Lance and I talked to Lance, their dad, Lance. And I talked about um, the fact that we didn't want Lance to have any feelings or resent the baby or have any problem with the baby so we kind of gradually made all mommy duties for lance his dad so his dad became his mom so he when we split brandon was fine again he was only two but more than that lance lost his mom and we didn't move across the street we moved states away so yeah, it was devastating for my baby. Who knew? Wow. That's that was that's one Who of my knew? earliest memories. Who it was like the second me? earliest memory. Who knew for I'm me? Saying, you were you were Yeah, you I were. think you but you were definitely crying because I was crying. Oh, and not yeah. necessarily yeah. understanding. I don't doubt anything. I don't remember mm. this happening. That's interesting. Like I don't like that's and this whole concept it was too, sepia color. Like, 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 
I'm telling y'all, it was out and of the what movie. Type of, what type of weird logic? Like, parents make these decisions all the time. As they grow up, they do what the best they can. There's the, mm-hmm. Somebody says something, it's like, oh, that's their idea. Let me respect that person and their idea by mm-hmm. exacting this entire lifestyle. But, like, how is that a good idea? Making dad Lance's mom. And, in, in, like, like, in retrospect for me, like, <laughs> for me, I'm like, like wh- how is that... What is that like? I like honestly, as a parent, I understand that like it's so much work. Like while I'm doing it, like I'm oh. I'm I feel like I'm being very active in helping Michelle with the parenting duties just to lo- easy ease her burden. But it's so much raising, especially right now. You talking about grandma said she wasn't touching us until we could you know get a slice of cheese on our stuff. Like like it's it's so much and it's so in, uh, labor intensive i can understand like kind of just like splitting the duties but like like to make it so it's psychologically like messes up especially on his end cuz like that was uh like I, I i just it just seems like it seemed like it was a bad idea for my uh, what is it monday monday morning quarterback okay, seems like it was okay. a bad play okay let me let me say this there's no way i knew Having another child that my husband was out there doing something. Oh, before you, before you, and before that you we start were reaching, going, no, and that we were reaching, going to. My next question. Break up. I next, never thought that. Question. I never knew that. My next question. Okay. Have you ever slept with Muhammad Ali? Okay, I've said it once. I've said it twice. Look at me in my. I've said it a million times. <laughs> Look at me in my. Brandon is your dad's child. Okay. Mm-hmm. Brandon is your dad's child. There's no doubt whatsoever. I mean, when I said your dad was out doing stuff, I was okay. not out doing stuff. Okay. I was home raising babies. Okay. Trust and believe. I mean, he looks a lot like Mama Ali. <laughs> he does look a lot. He really does look a lot. I mean, a lot. Like, like you just moved. <laughs> I mean, you was coming back. You women. No. Women make decisions. Oh, women make living in women, Detroit. But women oh, know God. that they leave right. in three years before they do. Right? Women know that they leave in three years before they do. First of all, second of all, she's in Detroit, going back and forth from Louisville. You act. You, you don't act like she uh, wasn't. He in wasn't Louisville living in the Louisville summer. then. He huh? wasn't living in Louisville then. I don't no, know. He was in, he was I don't in know where he was living. But no, no, no. He was somewhere else, like in Ohio or something. But anyway, here's the bottom line. Oh, that's interesting. I don't know. Like in a base? No. no. That, that, actually, that's his resting place. Yeah. He, it was like a he place lived there in, before he died. in Ohio. Yeah. He like it's a big. Who lived there before? What? When he Muhammad yeah, Ali's yeah. one of his, oh one of Muhammad his, Ali Muhammad Ali yes. Muhammad Ali. Oh, are you talking about dad? I don't know what we were talking about. I was like, Daddy. Yeah. Then you said before he died. I was like, Grandpa Mo. Like, what are you talking about right now? You talking about Muhammad Ali? That's right? the question you asked her, Lance. Yeah, that's okay. how we got here. Okay. okay. Anyway, so Brandon is your dad. You know, Detroit, Ohio is between Detroit and Louisville. So okay. a lot of Ohio probably need to take yeah, a stop. Ohio's a long. Way. Oh, it's been a long journey. I know, uh, sister. <laughs> I ain't seen you since we took that picture. You okay. do some things in your mind, boy. Right. Next subject. All right. Wait till the DNA test comes. All right, y'all. <laughs> Um, welcome to the Particle Sons Podcast, episode twenty-three. Brandon, go ahead. I, I've been kind of spitting off some of the ones I had in my pocket. What? Like just uh, you know, things to things to talk to mom about. 
Yeah, I guess I was. Uh, I, I asked. I asked about retirement. Um, I was kind of interested in. We're in such a. Uh, every time anyone's going through something, it's the biggest thing that they've ever experienced. It's like we always like use hyperbole, but this is like a pretty interesting time in American history and world history, like pandemic. Uh, uh, George Floyd, like everything that's happened, and you lived through some like stuff that, like, at the time, everyone at that point in time was probably like, "This is us." Like, I mean, I think we've talked about it before. You said you guys did a lot of work, laid the groundwork, and then, you know, at, at, at your own admission, at some point in time, like everyone got comfortable with what they had, and then it was kind of just like a chilling. As we're talking about the community, uh, black people and the, the the culture, and, and going through this time, so I wanted to, you to kind of shed some light. Uh, from your perspective and what you've been through and, you know, like actual things you've seen with your eyes to like put like these last four years in perspective um, compared to like, I guess, civil rights movement. Like, I don't I don't know. Like, yeah, we're, yeah, I don't know. OK, so the civil rights movement, of course, is a little before me. I was young um, when in the 60s. Um, yeah, I was right born in, in 61. So I was young when all that was happening. Um, you know, we would see a few things on the TV and things like that. I, I was raised in Detroit, but we didn't move into Detroit until after the riots. So I missed all of that. I also need to say that uh, being a little girl from Kentucky, um, Louisville, Kentucky, when I moved to Detroit, the big city, it was just all new and exciting. There was nothing... Um, we weren't working at that time, but again, like Brandon said, when I got to, to college, um, in high school and you know, when it came, we were voting and things like that and pretending to vote and learning why to pick what candidates and that kind of thing, what was important. Um, so when I went to college, I was very, very, very political. Um, Julian Bond was big, um, in Detroit, John Conyers, um, Jordan, Barbara Jordan, um, Shirley Chisholm ran for president. Um, you know, during a time that I would know. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so we were always very aware of, um, the differences in how we were treated in America. Again, personally, I was in Detroit. Detroit was all black. It was black owned, black everybody important and in any position was black so it was a beautiful place to be like you were we were really black and proud like the say it loud I'm black and I'm proud I grew up in that with my big afro my dashiki Motown. at the height Motown of Motown music Motown. right and if you ask me why I like to go to clubs and stuff I love music like I'm not going to club to drink I'm not a drinker for real I'm not going to you know Pick up random men, which you try and imply. Um, none of that. I but I it. like to listen to music. So, yeah, all of that was beautiful. So, again, with this stuff happening now and it really coming up to the forefront and it being so in our face, we can see it. And with Floyd, oh, my God. You know, for me as a mother, like I have a very revolutionary sons, um, and I feel like they try to say that I wasn't a revolutionary, and they don't, you know, and I really was. But I know why they say that. And I even actually, I think I have to apologize to them right now. Um, we start sleeping. Like, we got a little taste of success. Um, 
there was a middle class and we were in it. We were working. We had good jobs. We were progressing. We were, you know, um, wearing our suits and ties, uh, sitting at the, at the table with people and feeling like we had arrived. We meaning the black race. My sons, uh, especially Lance, kept pushing me at like, Woody, mom, you don't even know what's going on. You don't know nothing about how we're feeling and where we're living and what we're doing. And it wasn't that I didn't know, but I didn't think about it. I was like arrived. So it was all good. So yeah, it's been really, really, really tough. Really tough. Um, going through all of this and because the thing that makes me sad and made me cry and I, I had to do some trainings with my staff um, in schools about um, racial equality and about white privilege and those are hard topics to talk to your peers about um, but I had to do some of those trainings and I loved it and I loved it because um, I was able to really because we can see it now and the fact that this was 50 years ago, why are we fighting the same causes that we fought and thought we solved 50 years ago? Are you serious? Are my grandkids going to have to go through this? Are we going to have the same dialogue 50 years from now? No. We got to stop it now. So I think everybody's on board now. We have a lot of white allies, and I love it. Um, but we all got to make sure that we don't put it, push it aside as a, a ish, uh, as a thing that we're just working on now. We've got to fix this society for real, I, for real. I, I think it is a – I thank you for that testimony uh, and that call to action. I, I do think it's a little optimistic to say that everyone's on board. At this point in time, I think now a line has been drawn in the sand of what it looks like to be on board and what it looks like to not be on board. And things have become a little bit binary. And uh, unfortunately, I think, you know, with the GOP or, or Democrats, it yes, seems true. like if you agree with one thing, then you're uh, put... And if you're right. if you're if you're a part of the GOP now, proudly, people think you're a racist, you're a bigot, you're a sexist. Like, and they're, they're, the all these things may not be true right. just because you're in the GOP. Same was for Democrats. Like, not all right. Democrats feel like we're ready to go ride or die for all the things that what it means to be a Democrat. But one thing that is is social justice. So much so that we will lay our lives down on the line for that cause and what that means. And it is because we want to stop it now. Yes. But that is one side of the fence. Um, Trump called Mitch McConnell a uh, dumb A and something like that because he said he was the reason why the him saying that the election election was not rigged. Uh, he's mm. he's talking against him for that. Mm -hmm. So that's somebody who's the the whatever here. Yeah. You know, um, I don't want to put any respect to his name, but I, I he's an he's an option. He's an example of somebody who's on the other side. So uh, like good point. You know what I mean? So like I think now I think it is important now to address it. Now that we know what the thing is called, now that people have a way to get in their own feelings, rightfully so, and, and do some self assessment. Yes, but now like how long? I mean. If if what you experienced took this long, how long is this going to take? You know what I'm saying? Because like that's just let's just be realistic about it. But I, I don't really want to dwell on it, whatever you were saying. You, you were 17 years old, and um, they had a death to the Klan march um, in Greensboro, North Carolina, and a white supremacist killed five 
marchers. Oh, are we talking about parallels? Like the uh, the whole time y'all was talking about parallels and like what she was dealing That's with. True. So I was like, what was she dealing with when she was like eighteen, right? And like, and granted, I should probably pick a different time period, but I like this one. Uh, it's youthful, um, and it also kind of shows that awareness. Also, uh, anthrax. What was the first time we saw anthrax? <gasps> that in, um, was bad in Russia. You remember that? No. I remember when it came to the United States. That was some scary you talking about stuff. When we were in the 90s. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you talking about the 90s, mama. Yeah, no, I didn't like, know about it then. Okay. No. Okay. No. Man. <laughs> you got to remember, news wasn't what it is now. Right. We right. got local news. So true. And that was it. Snail mail. Yeah. I mean, people yeah. people in the in, in LA find out about a Bill Russell game like Say two less. weeks later. Right. Say less. Well, you, you was in Detroit too, huh? And I was in Detroit, so I really want to tell you, no clan is ever coming to Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> they don't ride into. Hey, Michigan is the one that was on it. They was trying to uh, uh, kidnap their uh, governor. Right, but that oh, wasn't wow. a, that wasn't a was clan. Wild. Like literally, the clan has never marched in Detroit. Like mm. recently, they wanted to. They got the permits, mm. and they they um, were planning to come to Detroit. And I'm gonna say this is maybe like four years ago. Mm. Um, but the police chief was just honest. You can come to Detroit if you want to, but we can't protect you. We're not going to, we don't have enough manpower. Mm. You can come to Detroit, but um, sorry about your luck. Mm. They didn't come. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was in Detroit, so that kind of stuff wasn't happening in my city. Because, mm. again, it was all black, you know. Mm. Black owned, black operated. Mayor. Why, why uh, there's a meme that goes around and says, if you're black, why is your mom's favorite ice cream butter pecan? Oh, and, and, and I laugh at it all the time. Every time I see it, but why is your favorite ice cream flavor butter pecan? It's delicious. No, but what is that about black people? Like, did your grandmother, did 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 grandma or grandma grandma, like, was that a big thing? Like, to give you a scoop of butter pecan, you was like. Okay, okay, let's, uh, probably, but let's look at ice cream. Mm. You got a vanilla, or even chocolate, your favorite. Mm -hmm. You got a slob of ice cream. Mm -hmm. But then you got this rich, creamy, buttery. No, I get why you like it, mama. Nut, salt, with every bite. Butter pecan is it. It's what's happening. Pause. (laughs) Just awesome. Mother, son, not- descriptive <laughs> word things. <laughs> Pause is usually used in a different context. Some will use it in this context. Pause. But, 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 but. No, that doesn't explain you. where the origins of butter pecan came. Like, were you in the store? Okay, let like, me ask you. This. Do you like butter pecan? No. You absolutely don't? not. Oh, do you like butter pecan? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Why not? Because it was like, I don't know. I always thought it was like a flavor you got because you knew I didn't like it. <laughs> Like, I'm going to get this flavor. <laughs> when you was explaining to me how every time it rains or thunders, you be rationalized as God punishing you yeah. for something. I was like, you really think the world revolves around you? It does. You really think the world revolves around you? It's my world. And this is the You get the ice cream you like. He thinks, like, she did it again. You got to pick something I don't like. I don't get okay. it. I don't get okay, it. The son. world does revolve around okay, you. Okay, son. Because you're the only one that sees the world in the way you see it. Son, right? it revolves around you, but it doesn't. Right. Like, you got to know it doesn't for real. Like, <laughs> there's, there's no... other people in it. You got to know that other people ain't thinking about you. 
No, I get that part. But not the people close to me. Not the person that had me. Oh. You assume that person's always thinking about you. No. No? No. Yes. I got yes, Rick. We talking about the same mother? Well, <laughs> just in general. No, I'm not. No. Just parents in general. You think your mother isn't always thinking about you? You? Are we talking hypothetically? Are we talking about you? <laughs> okay. Yes. No. Why would you be thinking? Like, no. Explain. You wasn't that else club listening to music, <laughs> thinking about us. You was thinking about. You probably was. Like, I take you home right now, but I got them two little niggas at the crib. <laughs> the angles that he takes. But that's what I'm like. Yeah, I what? Mean, and I don't think. Yeah, you no, don't I'm think not, that? Don't think that's not a regular, rational parent thought. Like, I would totally no, I'm sleep you with this person, but I you got kids. She's picking. Yeah, you talking about her picking up men? She's that's just sick. in general. I was saying as a general thing, I wasn't talking about her specifically. I'm saying as a parent in general, thought that comes across your mind when you're in a club, you know. Single, not married. And single. What's going on? What's getting, is this person getting jiggy? And I can't go back to my spot. I hope they got a spot. Oh. Right? Because I got kids. Oh. Oh, well, your spot was clear. I wasn't going out for that. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know what times you got (laughs) off late or got off early. Okay. New subject. Because there's stuff that I do that my kids don't know about. And it's like, if they only knew. There which should like be makes stuff me... you do that your kids don't know about. You are grown up. They're a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get all that. I'm just saying I'm disappointed in myself as much as I'm disappointed in you. Do you understand? Like, that, as a parent, that you, the, the that grimy you stuff that has occurred. Realizing that I'm a real human fool. They were all, they were all that. They were all okay. that. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Zoe, uh, oh, I no, am thrown it. off. Entire <laughs> <laughs> podcast. I, the, you asked me what I'm gonna talk about. I'm like, I, I. Mm-hmm. whatever's going. <laughs> it's been, it's been fun. Third mic and with y'all, with y'all, y'all go, y'all got. This is a counseling session for you to address some things for mom. And I, don't, I mean, I don't, I don't see it that way. Okay. Just a, just a, it's po- it's podcast content. Podcast. What are we, we going to talk about? My son's podcast. Was we going to be sweet? We started <laughs> at the beginning. Podcast. Oh my God, we got to change the name. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. The Prodigal Son. Prodigal. Potable. Potable. No, Potable. Potable. I like Potable though. Potable's not bad. He's coming up with some great ones. We should have, we should have, we should have. <laughs> okay, oh, okay, okay, stop, stop. Stop. You got me off my game again. Stop. Bumps in the bumps. 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 Fun story. My mother um, peed on herself when she laughed too hard one time. And when we was little, we used to pride ourselves on like trying to make her laugh so that she peed on herself. My mom and my grandma, they both had this... It's bad having no, like your holding grandmother. I maybe once for me, but yeah, once yeah, for you. Yeah, okay. grandma definitely multiple, and that was that was probably just because old age. But um, I remember one time we thought we was gonna go to Dillard's and we had got some ice cream and we made grandma actually poop herself and we had to go home. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I and I remember great. thinking like, dang, like your, con- your no, you got consequences. Your jokes got consequences. <laughs> like you got, these bits end. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yes. these bits have dirty ends. <laughs> um, you remember bumps and the bumps? Yes, you remember bumps and bumps. You remember, um, oh, you lie, black girl. Oh, 
You don't remember that? No, I think it's making me mad though. Yeah, no, I was like, you don't. We didn't. We didn't use that I word. I did it once. I did it. I know we don't. We don't. But I was like, gonna say, I think once, it's making like, me mad. I'm gonna say, hey, do you, it. Say, no, no, I'm in. I'm in your presence. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah no, no, I, I got away with it. Before we get there, I got. I definitely got away with it. I got away with it a few times. But, it was but like, wait, it was I don't even know what that. I don't even. What is it? Oh, that's Miss Swan, or not Miss Swan? But um, she didn't say you, no, 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 no. It's not Miss Swan, but it's um, it, it is. It was a morning show that we listened to. Maybe Ricky Smiley, like it was. And what it was the Asian character, and she would, she would be like, "Oh, you lie, black girl. No. You lie, you lie, black girl." Okay. I don't know, maybe some Tommy stuff. We was listening. We was watching him on uh Yeah, we was watching Tommy. Oh, he's my cousin Tommy. Uh, uh, ready Manny. to live. Oh, speaking of, uh, I this is just we're talking about music. Um, and I was thinking about Detroit and when we were living there and driving to, to middle school with Dad in the car and Detroit radio station. I, I think about it because Louisville, we're, we're a local market. We have really good radio stations, but sometimes we pick up syndicated radio stations from other places mm-hmm. that's not just specific to Detroit content mm-hmm. or Louisville content. So uh, I was thinking about riding in the car in Detroit and hearing a parody song to a DMX song. That, what is it? They don't know this, this, who we be. This, this. You know what I'm talking about, Lance? You know DM? Yeah. The baby, the mama, yeah. the sucks, the dramas. Yeah. The, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. There was a Detroit radio. They play parody rap songs. And it they one of my favorite ones was was that one. It was like, uh, it was that song. It's like, they don't know. Dead ends, dead ends. It's a weave. Dead ends, dead ends. <laughs> it don't grow. Dead ends, dead ends. It's a weave. I remember that. Did it, you know what Yes, that was hilarious. That was, that was funny. But anyways, yes, RIP to DMX. Yeah. Uh, who died over the weekend at the age of 50. I'm sure there's a long list of legends that uh, passed at the age of 50. Um, uh, legend hip-hop. And, you know, he, he passed. So, yeah. It was, uh, I mean, I don't mean to be the raven of this Teen Titans, but, like, um, how does it feel to be that age where, you're like, you're losing people? Like, what age do you start to lose friends, right? Because, like, I always think about my friends and be like, you know, going to a friend's funeral, like, I'm, I'm going to be sick. And I know that somebody's going to die sooner than later and some are going to die later than sooner you know it's like uh so like you know that's going and i know you got your thing right now with your friend that you're like helping helping out with it's like you know what kind of what is what is that like Whoo! um yeah that's tough uh well let me say i have a different perspective on death than probably most people because I lost my sister, my baby. Yeah. She was only 28, like just starting her life, getting engaged, getting ready to buy a house. Actually, was supposed to sign her paperwork two days after she died. Mm-hmm. So in order to live through that, because I wanted to die, I could just go, except for I had two little kids. Um, so in order to bring myself back from the brink of death, to go with her I, so I can live for these two, um, I have to look at death differently. So I truly believe at the end, no matter what happens, the person gets to have a conversation with God, and I guess only if they believe in God, um, and they decide together. 
whatever the circumstances, whatever the reason, whatever it is they do or don't want to live for, or they're done, they've had enough, whatever. Kind of like religious people believe there's a time and a, a place for death, like it's going to happen. I don't believe that necessarily. But anyway, the point is, so when somebody dies, because I had to get over that, the worst death of my life at a young age that didn't make any sense, I look at it more like they were ready. Not it was their time, but they were ready. And so if I put it in that perspective, I'm able to handle it better, you know. But, yeah, I, losing people now is weird because they're your age. When you lived in Detroit, you lived in 19215 Apollone, Apolline Street, didn't you? Apolline. The internet told me that. Wow. It's the first thing that pops up. Is that scary? I mean, you don't live there now, so they're going to be shit out of luck if they're looking for you. But No, it is weird because you actually can see the house. Like, when you put in the address and they Google map to the actual house, what it looks like, yeah, that's kind of weird. Oh, this is crazy. They got your voter ID. They, got, they know you 59. Okay. Yeah, they got yeah that's too stuff. much information. It's way too much. I mean... District it magazine. obviously is is able to be looked up to to broadcast on the podcast as a whole other thing. So just right, just, can just, you stop? No, just like don't repeat what you see. <laughs> can you stop? But I think that's an interesting perspective on it. I think yeah, I think we're. I guess I don't know what it, and I don't want to generalize this way, but it seems as though, and especially in our experiences, that um, the black community has to address death and the loss of of loved ones in in particular at um early ages i guess early stages uh, you kind of get kind of get forced to uh compartmentalize things we talked about on this podcast recently you wouldn't know because you don't listen uh that how i was broken when grandmother my when grandma passed when when your mother passed when the sr grandmother passed um lance said he was already broken by auntie angie right which is a shared, I guess now it's a shared experience that mm-hmm. both you guys had, kind of just being uh, broken down by that. And, uh, and I remember jump off that balcony. I know. Well, jump off that balcony, no. jump in the casket. I was up there with you, um, not wanting that, but I definitely felt like I was holding you mm-hmm. back from that in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Brandon. Was and I think I, it was it was weird. It was weirder, uh, not weirder. It was different for me uh, being. The younger one, obviously, not even experiencing your guys, uh, our parents' divorce. Like, it's, I have my first thought of it now uh, because of this podcast and we were talking about it. But uh, I was thinking about, um, oh, in, in fifth grade, I wrote a memoir and I talked about getting dressed up for birthdays as much as I get dressed up for funerals. And, like the teacher, like kind of was talking to me, like, "What is like? <laughs> <laughs> it's everything okay?" <laughs> and I was like, "He was uh, a good writer." Yeah. By and the I was way. like, "Oh yeah, yeah, my my aunt Grace." And then it was, you know, what I mean, it was just yeah. like, and we just, it was, and it felt like, and I almost we almost now we like thankful for lulls mm-hmm. in the in those in that like like. Mm-hmm. Cycle. Uh, cycle, yeah, it's like snowball snowballs when it when it when happen when loss happens some at times. But yeah, so I think there's an interesting perspective. I think probably everyone has uh, something different that uh, helps them individually, particularly yes. cope with it. And um, yes, um, but that's yeah, important. that's uh, and something else we mentioned on this podcast before. 
uh, Lance told me at one point in time that he believes he's going to be assassinated. And I said, I said, Lance, you got some work to do. You have some <laughs> thing. You got some people to piss off. So uh, all the power to you. What's up? <laughs> um, so. I've told you. I know. Time. Yeah. I know. Uh, how many times did I say? Well, I don't know how old was I when I was like, mom, I'm either going to be famous or infamous. Right. Somebody's going to kill me. And so, you know how Lance like Lex Luthor said that. Mm-hmm. I, will know, have, I will have your attention. <laughs> One of the things that Lance always says to me, like when I um, give him uh, accolades for his um, talents or anything he accomplishes, or even just says he's handsome or whatever, like he never believes me. He's always like, well, mom, you're supposed to, you know, you're supposed to like it or care or or say that because you're the mom she said it a lot in a way it's i see what he's saying now because as you see when he told me that he might be assassinated he still today doesn't know what i really think about that mm-hmm. i don't get it okay <laughs> I don't get what, Actually, uh, what you said about her not saying things and yeah, kind of just validates that the just promoting you, just not. Mm, I don't know what would you say, like what 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 is it that was not said, like when like when Lance you know, or when Kingston like headbutts me or hits me, like I don't tell him I want to punch him in the face, right? <laughs> of but like not. I definitely think it, right? So like, what would <laughs> I know you it thinking, hurts so bad. What would you think? I know, right? Kingston Woo. don't play, yeah. Woo. If hey, a boy, I tell you, we get some football and oh, yeah. he like likes it yeah. or like wants to do it. Oh god, it's a problem. I know he was a it beast. A it's problem. gonna be on a different level. Oh, it's such a problem. Woo. Okay. But 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 like, I don't know what 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 would you want to say? Like, uh-uh. oh son, like would you deflate it? Would you be like, son, you are never gonna be that important. You ain't Malcolm X, nigga. You ain't Dr. Luke King, Martin Luther King. Or would it be like? Um, well, maybe you should stop doing all that revolutionary crap and, you know, get a corporate job and chill out, sit your butt down somewhere, and then that won't happen. It will, like, what, what goes through your mind? Which one? So Okay, there, well, there's, it doesn't have to be those two options. Right. No, 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 not at all. But you just say which one. <laughs> well, I was trying to give some variety. <laughs> Definitely didn't mean to set it up. Okay, 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 okay. So, okay, okay. Okay, so okay. Got a pocket again. Go on, just next subject. Um. I actually okay. Go ahead. Lance, Lance is about to go. I'm about to flip the page of the photo album. Uh, I wanted to know what you're watching right now. You are. We get our love for television, our ability to get zoned in and just locked in. Like we like watching television as an event in our house. We just to get together and watch whose lines it anyway. Just laugh as a family. It was like a very cool thing. The television was very important for us. And uh, you still watch TV now, and you're you're locked in. You have your shows. Um, uh, would you like to promote any on this podcast? We are entertainment, uh, an entertainment news podcast, so we wanted to you know give space for the television. Um, I just saw um, Genius Gene uh, Aretha Franklin's. Uh, 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 yeah. 
her bio, her, her like documentary, or yeah. was it a documentary? Is it biopic? Yeah, was yeah. somebody playing her? Or was yeah. it was, was somebody was playing, playing her? Yeah, that was pretty cool. It, it was good. Herself? No, I mean, there's a doc. I've she seen doc- her like with a whole bunch of makeup trying to play her. Like, I've seen that Aretha Franklin documentary of, of her they recording the album, recording her album that she did at that church. Oh, yeah. And but that they, was a whole they, movie of that entire yeah, experience. Yeah, they did that. So, they yes, showed it in it was the her that playing that. herself. Yeah. Mm. So they did actually show, they actually did show her real footage sometime a little bit at the very end so it was good but anyway i saw that that was really good um one of my friends told me i have to watch good girls i know it's in episodes and episodes but oh uh, yeah. that's what reda jones uh yeah. reda yes reda. yes yes um i don't watch that but i uh have you seen the billy holiday film <gasps> billy holiday versus the United that States? was amazing it was so good oh my goodness and yeah. see now when you talk about my age and things i know like i knew that story the same thing happened Billie holidays with, the same thing happened with the other sh- movie they you knew just that made the government, like did all of it i knew they were arresting her but i thought it was about drugs i did not know they really uh, okay. did not want her to sing that song yeah and that they were really shutting her down. Yeah. I wondered why they were after somebody about drugs when all Everybody the celebrities are on drugs. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that was enlightening. The other one that did the same thing for me was Judas and the Messiah. I almost didn't watch that because I was like, I know that story. I mean, I, I Huey Newton and Angela Davis mm-hmm. when they, you know. But, oh, my God. They literally... literally Went in everywhere to make sure that we could not. It is be progressive yeah. or it work is, together. It is the reason why there's so much. La- there's a lack of trust in the black community with the government because there's documented, like y'all are making money off of it. And, and shout out to those people. Uh, the Lucas brothers were one of the writers. Yes. Uh, one oh, of Latoya's yeah. friends uh, was also one of the writers and yeah. director of the film. Yeah. Um, oh, he was a writer too. Cool. Uh, yeah, he yeah he co wrote cool. it as well. Nice. But um, so like it is good that they're benefited from this. But the, this uh, the fact of it's been a setup with rig dice for African Americans in society. That's the way they want it. That's why they have it set up. J. Edgar Hoover uh, oh, yeah. got B- Billy Holiday. Any any of our heroes that we yeah. saw, of course, uh, Malcolm and Martin. Any of our heroes that we that we were experiencing, they were they they pushed out. Yeah, and uh, that and ki- I mean, that validates would kill them kill. if they and that to. and that validates Lance's paranoia and just to right. bring it back home to what, what we were yeah. talking about yeah. uh, exactly. before. It's not far fetched. Exactly. Yeah. I know for a fact. I was telling Latoya that like she was like, my anxiety is irrational. I was like, it's not rational. It's a fact that I have a file in somebody's investigation or like persons of interest. You know, like the people of Louisville, activists of Louisville, or people outspoken people of Louisville to keep an eye on. I know I got a file. I know but, for a fact. I know the picture that they got. Okay, that's that's fair. But I think what you, sh- what what could be more beneficial for you to worry about instead of using anxiety is filling that file, like just continuing to live your life it. and. No, just continue to live your life and inspire people so that like that file gets bigger and bigger because like so you're, when they you're assassinate just, me, it will be okay. more, even more you're than missing, important. You're missing. You're martyrdom. <laughs> martyrdom. Um, I try. We talk about Martin Luther King. You know his birthday was proposed on your seventeenth year. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I lived through all that. Yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy Carter I, I actually fought with with stuff. Did stuff with that. I did. Oh yeah. I was in college. Yeah. You was like passing out pamphlets. And I was doing it doors, all. Pick your signs. Hey. Hey. Stevie, yes, let's make this happen. Change the streets too. The street sign, all the street yeah. names. Yeah. Jimmy Carter uh, was the president during that time. You yeah. like Jimmy? Yeah, oh, I loved him. I campaigned. Was he the first? I was, campaigned for him and everything. Was that the first person you voted for? Uh, yep. Oh, word? Yep. That's wild. And I campaigned all night the first time, the second time when he lost. Mm. That was so sad. Man, who won the first board, Bush? Yeah. Bush Senior? Yeah. Oh, that's so oh, sad. Oh, that was sad. Yeah, I mean, no, that's real sad. Was out yeah. all was day and night. I can see why y'all would be comfortable. Like, that's a progressive. That uh, was a progressive that's so interesting. Go, uh, go forth. And then that happens. You're like, well, dang, Trump. That was basically Trump, like, getting in office. No? No, no, it wasn't. No. Yeah, but it wasn't that bad. No. Mm. No, it wasn't that bad. That was like going it's, back to Ronald Reagan. I was going to say, it's, it was. Trump oh, is a whole. No, Trump is a whole nother but, but level. It's, but, of, but it's a result. Mm. It's a result of the pendulum. We always talk about that when it yeah, comes right, to right, politics. Right, it's it's yeah. one way, mm-hmm. and everywhere's way, and then where it gets the other way. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the. the Trump was the swing of the progression that Barack Obama was for a lot of us. And I just want to bring that up because he was somebody who, uh, when I was a freshman in college, okay. was put in office. Okay, okay. Um, I remember we, we went home. We, we, at practice the next morning, uh, Charlie Weiss had a sandwich on his stomach. But no, he had, his, <laughs> he had his papers on his stomach, though. And he was leaning back, and he was like, I lost a lot of money last night. Oh. He's like, but... You can't deny how historic this is for America. This is a great step for all of us. It's an important day. I hope you guys remember it. I'm glad you guys were here when it wow. happened. Wow. I wish I would have I wish I would have been he there. He said that? I would have yeah. okay. bet every penny I had against Charlie Weiss that what you call it was gonna be president. I would have bet everybody. Well, he, no, he wasn't talking about bet. He was talking about he was a Republican, so he, yeah. he was getting taxed. Oh, oh. oh that's lame. Yeah. Which he was getting taxed. Which he was he was, he was the richest thing. coach. Do you know the proposal? He was the richest head coach. Him. He was the richest head coach in America at that point in time. Do, do y'all know they want to tax the? Uh, I think the tax rate for the wealthy is like twenty one percent. They want to move it up to twenty eight percent in the next fifteen years. That is ridiculous. Time. It should actually <laughs> be just like if, if the poorest person can get taxed. At that percent, the wealthiest person should be taxed at that percent. But I'm going to tell you, that was one thing that I was really excited about um, President Obama. Mm. And the one thing he was not able to do, and I hate to say it, Mm. I don't, the reason they're saying 15 years is because Biden wouldn't be able to do it. Mm. Um, A friend of mine who is wealthy, and he's a black man. I remember when I was all excited about that and the middle class is going to get better and that money's going to trickle down. Who needs that many billions of millions of dollars? Mm-hmm. Um, my friend simply, he was so calm and collected. He was like, Selena, it's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. I said, what? No, that's one of his main things that he's going to work on. He said, it's never going to happen. He says, we won't let it. Mm-hmm. We have enough money to block that every time. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, mm-hmm. that's it. Right, and that's what you were talking about earlier with just society as a whole. I was like, yeah, it's just the, it's or the, with the divine nine. It's like an example of like the haves and the have-nots, and it's an acceptance of that versus like it's it's a it's a seat on the wheel versus trying to break the wheel, which is a lot of which a lot of activists are trying to do, especially now yes. when people have their attention. Defund the police is an example of it um, to an extent. 
but yes, that that that's a so, perfect example of it. So respectfully, why do you think grandma didn't like you? Daddy's daddy's mama. Huh? Like respectfully, why you think she didn't like you? Your mother. Oh. Your first mother. Oh. Okay. Um, I don't think it was that she didn't like me. Um, she was a mother and that was her baby. Uh, okay. And um I was the first woman that he ever cared enough about to care about my feelings. Mm. And so there was that rivalry that she wanted us to have with about him well for example i'll tell you uh, okay so for example um he lived at home he was only 19 when we um got when we met um so he was living at home he was home from college and he was living at home and his mom had given him a car like it was his car Mm. she didn't need it she didn't use it um and she gave it to him um so of course he um would pick me up and we would do things um sometimes i would come over there and um then we'd go or whatever um so she would do things like it's time for us to go to a movie and so as soon as we're getting ready to leave she'll tell him she needed him to go to the store for so she do (laughs) (laughs) so she do little things to say you know i'm the big boss woman he loves me more than he loves you Mm -hmm. kind of stuff so it got to a point seriously we had been together um about two years and he had proposed and everything and um she pulled one of her stunts mm-hmm. um so i just broke up i just mm-hmm. told him point blank no this is before we got engaged mm-hmm. and so i was just like look you can go tell, tell be us, with your mama i was mm-hmm. telling her tell her i was like tell us what tell us what you actually said <laughs> i said okay i said look you will not Ever again, choose your mother over me. Are you effing your mother? If you are, you need to be over there doing that. And if you're effing me, then it's about me. No question about it. So he started like yeah, ain't nothing sexier being, than that. He started being all about me. She took the car from him. So he wouldn't have a car. Um, but I graduated from college. I bought a car and went and picked him up. Mm. This I'm still is, the boss. No. This. <laughs> so no, it's not that she ever didn't like me. So because of the, our start, yeah, you just we got married. Mm. You know, she would talk about me behind my back, mm. and she would say mean and nasty things. My other um, stepsister would tell me stuff, but I mm. took that as it was. It was from her. The grandma talk shit about daddy. No, she loved him. She did. Oh, my mother. Yeah, your mom. Oh no, she loved him. Yeah, no, she like did. your yeah. dad was such a great pretender. Mm. No, no, no. He listens to the podcast more than you do, so take it into account. Um, he was a... I, I, yeah, okay. Lance G. Newman. <laughs> the first. The first. No, no, no. You were the best pretender at how good you were, how much you loved me, how wonderful okay, our Tell life was. Okay, okay. That my okay. mother was fooled. Hold on. When hold I told hold her hold on, hold on, that right. you messed around on me, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. when I told her, oh, am I used? Am I used? Am I used? Come out, come out, come out. Tell okay, okay I'll take it back. You know, you know, I'm just answering the you know, question. No shots. The question was, no shots the question was no, my streets. mother loved him. <laughs> right, and I was going to say that that's just a likable, 
Trey, I think that I do that really, I think that I do that really well. Like I make it to the oh point where my like God. if if you like like I, I like the parents to like me more than the like person I'm dating actually likes me. I was like, I the was goal is to get I was going to say like I was going to I was going to take the safe safe route and say it was good for his job what he was doing professionally. Okay. Oh yeah, well, the, it's good the to pretending have a, to have a wife and you're a marine. No, I'm no the. <gasps> oh my god. Okay, let's let's change. He the said subject. to have a wife and a marine. <laughs> didn't didn't he go be a marine? Because you tell him he need to make some money. <laughs> didn't I tell you I was driving a car and he didn't have one? Yeah, he needs to make some changes. Nah, nah, nah. He he did it because he wanted to start our life together. He loved me very much, and he wanted and then he, to. And then he fell in love with America. <laughs> And what was her name? And what was her name? No, I'm sorry. Okay, stop it. I was like, I was like almost born in Japan. Yes, you were. I I used to, I used to think I was gonna have a shirt that said "Made in Japan, but born in the USA." That's hard. (laughs) That's hard. But no, you were made in California. So why didn't you? Why didn't you born in California? Why didn't you have me in Japan? Um, because we were young and in love, and you know, having a good fun life we didn't have a baby right away no oh i'm saying i was pregnant you was pregnant with me in japan no i wasn't i was saying that i mean we had started you know no we started and i thought i was japanese all this time no you were not made in japan we were single I mean, I, wasn't, I, wasn't, I was conceived I'm in Japan. Not single. You were not. I was conceived in California. You were conceived in California. Born in California. It's not, it's not as fun. Is that what oh. you've been telling people? No, absolutely not. Okay. You just thought it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my own mind, I was like, oh. No, no, so no, nice. no, 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 no. Yeah. Nope. Mm. We were just single. I mean, not single, but child-free. Domo. Um, Domo harigato, Nate. Um, <laughs> I don't get to... Okay, what? I ain't gonna say it. I don't get to tell your dad off. Oh no, 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 no! no. That part's staying. That part's staying. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, we're not that, talking that about was that. fun. About I'm that. glad we stopped that. Um, Hi, Lance. Oh my god, that's my buddy, guys. Oh my god, <laughs> he gave me two wonderful sons, and this? that's a good thing. Yes, and Lance, Lance will say, Lance will say it's uh, it's different. Um, you were gonna say, would say it's one in the possible. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Space. It's a bad space. Man. Whatever. It was a terrible half. <laughs> uh, ooh, but with that, what about and that one is a big joker. Oh, I was talking about myself. Here's the thing. That'd be dope though. Lance, that's, that's dope. <laughs> I like look, that here's the thing. Lance looks mostly like his dad, and Brandon looks mostly like his, like his mom. dad, and that's why. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why, uh, you know, that. But Lance looks like me as well. Because oh if you look goodness. at Zoe, his daughter, he y'all, looks y'all, like Y'all have seen the first and one. So we, we don't need to flounder in this Once in a while, I'll see a picture of Brandon and he looks like Lance. And it just shocks me. I'm like. Look, can I, can I, a, DNA test, a DNA test will ha- be had. Can I. Uh, when it comes back. Unnecessary. Can I uh, hijack this? And I would like to hear you. 11, I would 11. like to hear your thoughts. You want me to about, sing? Woo! I would. Th- I would. Th- I would like to hear your thoughts about a moment that I was proud of. That go. that I felt like I was like 
making you proud. You know what I mean? Like I was like making you proud in the moment. And I would like to relive that and hear your words about when you got to see Barack Obama on Letterman. Oh my God. That was okay. He was the president, a V sitting president, not just the president, the coolest president ever by far but also the sitting president at that point in time okay the sitting president and so i went to new york to visit brandon um you know he was working on the letterman show and he said mom i can get you on the show while you're there i'm like okay cool so i got to see him um work and how he was picking the people i mean doing his job of looking at the crowd and you know keep it order she's about seating the audience <laughs> she's talking she's trying to talk about seating the audience she's as, talking as about people came in as people come in based Brandon on profiles the, them <laughs> they <laughs> try to pick all the pretty and there fun a, people there's an algorithm to the situation <laughs> yeah but it was one of the head page jobs okay but it was one of the head page jobs so she saw me do my job as 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 a as a, as a page the the one thing i want to yeah. uh slip in there i've said this before uh on other podcasts probably but will ferrell was slighted to be yes, there that, i thought that, i was that. going to see will ferrell so she and, she and she came and uh you know that would have okay, been a, so I'm been a bigger in, guess so i'm standing in guess. line and i hadn't gotten in yeah he's funny and i was excited about no, no, it no 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 mom you're, you're gonna make up something okay no second. and then i saw um i need to tell you about this little room there's a little room where the they have awards for the best pages brandon got more than one they kept picking him he was must have been really really good you're talking about brandon was proud. also the only okay. black page anyway there. so we're in line and we're going in it's not, it's not so <laughs> we're in line and we're going in and all these people start coming in i didn't know at the time but it was secret service and all these people like are coming in and looking around and they're like the pages and everybody's there. I don't know. They were just acting like super, like trying to make things sure things like their relaxed attitude was, was gone. And they were just like a little more, make sure you stay in here, push here, there. You looked outside and the whole building was covered by this big truck, um, which later I found out was a truck that, you know, so they couldn't put a bomb in there and kill us. Thank God. Woo. But anyway, so yeah, the Secret Service were there, you know, checking the place out since he was actually coming. So in retrospect, when I found that out later, that was so cool. I also got a really good seat. So I was right there, you know, it was me and him together talking. And you know, mom, she switched seats a couple times. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And brought because, Michelle along with her. Because the to, people. For the reseating. Yeah, because. Brandon got me, you know, a seat that he thought was good. You know, I'm his mom. He wants me to have something nice. And and Michelle was with me. Um, but like come on guys, my mom's he, medium pretty. He you has a her, boss. At least put her in the second row. Right. He has a boss. And so I called her over and I'm like, uh, can I sit up there? See, that's so embarrassing. There's a reason why was, I, I, I reason why no. I have my <laughs> headphones in at football games. It should be just inconveniencing people. <laughs> unnecessarily. <laughs> So yeah, I got a better seat. But I saw Will Ferrell. He actually came in. I want to. I want to in a dress and stuff because wanna, he wasn't going on and got to stand up and say something. Funny. I want to get your perspective on another TV. Okay. Um, but incident. yes, Brandon made me proud. So if that wasn't my proudest moment though. Oh, when he signed for Notre Dame. Oh my gosh! Okay, oh, that was where amazing. Are you going? 
but I didn't say Notre Dame. But I didn't say Notre Dame on Family Feud for the school oh that you're gosh. proud of your child going to. <laughs> great, great segue. I was going to talk about a TV moment. Um, explain to everybody how you um, filmed uh, all your Family Feud, well, most of the majority of your Family Feud episodes with a concussion. Oh, my God. Let me tell you, when you talk about mothers being troopers and loving their family, that's real. Okay, so Family Feud, we were on there for five days. But what you guys don't know is they really tape a whole week in one day. They take five shows, uh, four shows in one day, and that's a week. So we actually got on the show our first day there. We They had three shows, and then we got on at the end of the day. So that was our first show. So that means the next five, four shows we were doing was were done in one day. And you got to remember, we started early, like 8 o'clock to 6. Like, this was a job. This was not just nothing. So anyway, so the second no, day. The, 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 the van was there, what, 7-something, right? Eight. Oh, was the van, what time well, the, van the first it? time it was seven, but after we were the stars, we got to come. We won. We got to come later. Ooh. We got to, we got on at eight. But you, when the van comes to pick you up the, from the hotel, you got to be ready. You got to be on the van at that time. It's she was no not waiting. Okay, so the first day, of course, I was all excited and did everything right. But you know, we were just contestants or potential c- contestants at the time. Well, we actually won a show, so that meant the next day we were the winners we were the stars so now they're coming to pick up the stars so it's a little different now when they send the van it's a later time they want to make sure they give you more stuff and make sure you're comfortable everybody else has had to do all the little grunt work we're the stars so you know I had to get a little extra pretty for you know that day so I so all of my family was in the van waiting, and they called me up like, Mom, come on. Where are you? You're late. We got to go. I'm like, okay. So I rushed downstairs and get in the van. And my cousin, who is, you know, a diva, she looks at me and she says, where's your girlfriend? I looked. She was talking about my hair. I didn't have my wig on. <laughs> So I'm already late. I, my makeup is was flawless, but I didn't have my wig on. So I ran back up to the hotel, back, back up to the room. I was by myself. The doors closed, and we yeah. think everything's sweet. They about to pull so, up, and she screamed. No, no, no. Oh, so I, I get back in the van. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I jump out the car and go get my wig, and I come back in the van, and I'm like, huh. and I get in the van. And poop. I mean, I'm rushing in the van, so I go in fast. Poof, hard. My head hit the top of the van, and I fell back in the seat. I was seeing stars. They said I probably passed out for a few, but my head was hurting so bad. I had never experienced anything like that. So the and I did scream, of course, because I, you know, we talked about my voice already. So if there's an emotion and there's anything happening, there's going to be an emotion around it. So when I hit my head, they heard it. It was so loud. But more, more than that, I screamed because it hurt. And so then the driver's looking like, what do we do? So in that split second, it's like, yeah, I need to go back and get taken care of. But 
if we don't go on the show now, it's the end of the season. It took us a whole year and a half to get on. We're not going to go. So I'm like, go, go. So I didn't know what to do. I thought I'd take some medicine and um, some headache medicine and that I'd be better. Well, of course I didn't have any medicine with me. And when you got to the show, they can't give you anything. It's illegal. So I just try to go through the day. Like it's okay. But they took us into the, where we were in the audience and I couldn't take it. I couldn't take the lights. I couldn't take the noise. It was just, oh my God, I never had a headache that bad. And so I told the guy that they have to take me out and now they're really short staffed, so they don't have extra people all around. So somebody that had a job to do had to actually come sit with me because they keep you secure so you can't cheat. Had to come sit with me, um, and I had to lay down on some seats. They got me an ice pack. Yeah, I it was crazy. closed my eyes, and I was like, it was game time. Like, I didn't know. I probably had about 15 or 20 minutes before it was time for us yeah, to go on. The whole time. And, it, and the whole time, everybody's checking on me like, I thought, is I she going we on to, or not? Just, is she I going? I knew we were going to have to like reschedule. Yeah, and we probably yeah, really should have rescheduled. I had a concussion. Yeah. But me being a trooper I am, I'm like, no, my family's going on. Ain't no trooper. And, and you I'm gonna got, and I'm gonna pretend that proceeded. I don't feel nothing. You then proceeded to do four family feuds and just say terrible answers back to back. I didn't have terrible all answers terrible answers. Back to back. I did. You said Stanford. I had a concussion. Well, Stanford. Stanford's not the best. No, Cor- right. Cor- Cornell. <laughs> Cornell. <laughs> said Cornell. Cornell is the Ivy League. Y'all didn't say MIT. The others were com- the others were were were, were the others were Ivy League schools? All of it was absolutely ridiculous. Let me say this because not everyone knows what we're talking about. One of the uh, last big questions, four answer questions from Family Feud for them was uh, name a univer- a college university that any parent from America would be proud for their child to attend. To, to attend. What <clears throat> what college would you be? Happy your child got a full ride from. That wasn't the question. That was it the wasn't question. a full ride. But it, it was it was it was it was scholarship. Oh, scholarship. 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 Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Oh, a scholarship to attend. Yeah, Mine that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said scholarship. And so she said Cornell. Ducky said UCLA. Mm-hmm. What? TT said Clark Atlanta. <laughs> Clark Atlanta. What? <laughs> what? Clark Atlanta. Shout out Clark Atlanta. And then my mom said Cornell. And I was like, what? Me and Jeff said the first top two answers. Yes. You did. Yep, it was great answer. Great answer, Cornell. And then, and then but it got out. The first out. No, two no, answers were Princeton, not Princeton. Somebody hit me up. Two like Ivy today. Leagues, Harvard, oh. and no, I said Yale and Harvard. Both yeah. of those was on there. Yeah, mom, you got Aunt Ducky, Aunt TT, Aunt. Then it went to them. Two, two answers said, on the boards. And three or four. They didn't two, get. They said, they said Stanford. They said Stanford. And, and I, I thought Stanford knew, was up there. Yeah. I just knew that was it. Yeah. It was so funny. Somebody hit me up the other day. It was like, man, your face when they said Stanford, bro. You just <gasps> oh, knew y'all lost. You yeah. Said, I could see it yeah. in your eyes. Yeah. Like you was like, yeah. Dang, we we got. Then they they, 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 they so the one. They got Aunt, big Aunt. Oh my God. The, the that Goodner was so family wins. That was exciting. Steve goes to the board. Number three answer, Notre Dame. Like, be serious right now. I kept so saying it. So my family was so mad at me. Everybody looked at me like, "What, Selena? Yeah, why did you say Notre Dame?" Everybody said questionable answers from my Lucky Charms 
uh, or magically delicious answer to Jeff's uh, who tells you to put the hands up in the air, a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) just... There's so many uh, answers. <laughs> the, the, yeah. Steve, yeah, Steve, fun. you talking about having fun? Steve was so disappointed. Yeah, he was. Steve he was loved just us. like he wanted us just to win looking at y'all day. like, yeah, come on. He loved us. He wanted come us to on, win every family. day. Yeah. Come on, Lance. And he was he was so thrown off by Jeff. <laughs> he know what to do. He know what to he know what to do. What to do. Um, thoughts and prayers. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna uh, end it. It's a good episode. Okay. Thank bring you. you back, thank bring you. Back thank you for two. having me. See, thank you. Yes. See what our numbers do. Okay. Oh my goodness, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is uh, Mama hit? Well, I I it's unfortunately like and subscribe. I haven't I haven't clipped <laughs> off anything, and it would for the podcast in a very long time. It would be petty if the part I clipped off was you going off on daddy. <laughs> Please don't cut that out. I'm, I'm, I'm not going. I'm not going to. No, there's certain mind. things. Certain no, things. Certain things are treats for those who <laughs> listen to the audio. It's it's embedded in there. You have to go and dig it out. That that's what the the real podcast fans are doing. Obviously, right now it's just family oh. for us. So, uh, yeah, family would love to hear hear. hear family and friends, tell your friends to listen, like, and subscribe to what podcast? To the Podical Son. <laughs> Podcast, my son's podcast. <laughs> I'm using it as a soundbite. That's gonna be the intro. That's gonna be, that's gonna be our um, little outro intro. We go in and out of uh, sponsored segments. Yep. Uh, you are now listening. You should to- get into voice acting. I was gonna talk um, to you about that. We're gonna get you. We're gonna get you some voice acting gigs. Okay. Yeah, you code switch too well. <laughs> Did I do that today? I do not. What the what? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm yeah. Not. Please, please, please. Because then you go try to switch the code, and you ain't got, you got the wrong code. And <laughs> sound I crazy. I'll remember which one I'm, who I'm talking to. No. <laughs> After crack. Oh. oh okay. okay. Thoughts and prayers. You got something? Uh, I was gonna let y'all go first. Okay, mom. Do you have uh, thoughts and prayers? We uh, we end every podcast with uh, thoughts and prayers. For any particular, any and all things, as serious and non-serious, but anything you want to put good energy to, thoughts and prayers. Yes. Do we start with Heavenly Father, dear God? Thoughts and put prayers. What? It's not a You know what? I think they're telling the truth when they say I haven't watched. <laughs> She's looking at us like this. She's like, so y'all gonna bow y'all heads? Man. (laughs) Father, we're in heaven. (laughs) I don't don't remember this prayer. Are we praying? No. Okay, I just I just I I just wanna know how to start. I want to do the right thing. Okay, so thoughts and prayers to anybody and everybody going through um COVID vaccination symptoms. Um, you know, I know That's that real. the effects are real, but good for you. You're helping herd immunity and you're helping make sure people like me don't have to get it. So y'all keep it up. Keep getting them shots in them arms. We had, and, we had, uh, we had painters, uh, cancel. We had painters cancel. We had a pain. We had painters that were coming painting the house. I don't know why Michelle wanted to schedule the roughest time in our life to, to have our whole house walled off. But I, you know, I love her and I, whatever you got, whatever you want to do. But one painter was sitting outside and they had to cancel and moved it to May when we'll be in Florida uh, because the other painter had some bad COVID symptoms from his second shot. 
He got a second shot, and he was just bedridden. Uh, shout out to Eric. Eric was in town, um, and he came through to the crib. He's fully vaccinated. His, uh, he was talking about how he had his second shot last Friday, and it was like he said he's like had the flu without the flu. Just like was stuck in bed, like body aches and all that stuff like that. <laughs> we were supposed to be driving to Florida the day after we get our vaccine, <laughs> our second shot vaccine. Um, but yeah, so shout out to shout out to those people because uh, that is that is real. Yeah. Let me say this: it's it the effects are different for everyone, just like they are with the actual dis, uh, c- condition. So. Because someone else was sick does not mean that you're going to be sick. Because someone so because someone else wasn't sick doesn't mean that you're going to be sick. Some people are going to be sick one day. Some people are going to be sick three days. So again, you have to choose what's best for you. Um, hopefully, most of us do get the vaccination um, so that we can start feeling happier and move around in the world. But again, I'm not a judger in any shape, form, or fashion. If you choose not to be safe, stay away from me. No, <laughs> oh, I can't say that when my son just said he no, ain't getting it. Not. Okay, but anyway, so I want to give um, positive thoughts to everyone that's suffering in any shape, form, or fashion with any illness, mental or physical. Um, Please get the help you need to feel and do better. Um, I also want to give a special um, good thoughts to these wonderful sons that I brought into the world. I'm so proud of them. Um, gang, gang. Everything that they do makes me proud every day. So, uh, and mostly I'm proud of the fathers that they are. Um, and, you know, the careers are great. But that's not my focus. Once you have a child, it's about them. It's about their life. It's about taking care of that responsibility. So in that regard, they make me proud. But the podcast and everything else they do to enhance their lives and make themselves happy and enjoy makes me happy. Well, uh, to take the baton, I would like to thoughts and prayers to you. Our mother um, for a solid, solid foundation. Um, as individuals, we know at, at a lot of times that we're not. We can only do so much of what we have at our disposal, um, and we, I would say, we, Lance and I, I, I'll speak for myself. <clears throat> I don't think I felt limited in anything in any way, shape, or form growing up. I, I thought I, I recognized that different was just that. And there was no uh, envy or, 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 or um, I, I was just extremely thankful for the life that I that I had because I was so happy living it. And um, you made a very, very um, happy and healthy upbringing. And in retrospect, looking back at it, some circumstances that it would be difficult to do so. And you made a lot of sacrifices to get us to where we're at now to uh, be able to make the decisions that make you proud. Um uh, yeah. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm extremely thankful for you. And I, and as, as any, you said it before, like any, any boy will hit this, like any black boy, because the, the, the relationship between black men and their mothers is a special one and a different one. Um, so I do want to highlight that as well because this we, I, I look at Lance a lot and I try to, I try to like, I guess I, I not that you don't think of it. I was like, do you realize like just how blessed we are 
to be to have whatever versions of hardships that we could even yep. illustrate that is a blessing considering yep. uh where we could be ha- uh, what, mean, what type of any, what type of I'd things we think imp- important so I would never take anything back uh yeah. from childhood and I also always wonder like I wonder how I think a lot about what you do or say and how it affected me in growing up and I always wonder and I just pray that like my kids get it like I don't know how we end up getting it, but and I don't know what you did to have us get it. You know, from the little stuff to like, you know, ask you what a word means, and you be like, "Yes, this is what it means," or me using a word and don't know if it's a word or not. You're like, "Yeah, it is a word." You know, just small things like um, reading. You know, getting uh. us books and the books a million trips and stuff like yes. that. Like just little stuff like that. I always wonder what will uh, stick off or rub off on of my children, what won't. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, yeah. What I what I say about parenting? You know, we're all flawed. We all do our best with what we have. Um. But if you keep your kids' well being at the front of everything and not your ego, um, you'll do a good job. And just like I tell you too, you know, you just look at your parents. What they did that you like, you do the same thing with your kids. What they did that you didn't like, don't do it. Do better. Do better. That's it. And that's how life goes. Keep the cycle going. Keep breaking those generational curses and keep it moving. We're going to end the podcast with this um, with with a song that my mother used to sing to us when we were very um, upset or if we were crying or mad at her. She would sing the song and I actually sing the song to my children. It works on uh, three quarters of them. <laughs> well, go ahead. Whose little angry man are you? Now let me see. Can I be sure that you belong to me? Whose little puff of smoke and flame? Whose little roar of manly thunder? I wonder, what's your name? My little boy would never be as mean as you. He'd never say goodbye without a kiss or two. I see you making eyes at me, and that's an old familiar sign. I guess you're mine. And that would end in a hug. Um, but you do have to, you may have to do the verse before you say, I see you looking eyes at me a couple of times because they're still angry. So by the third time, it's a charm. So they can't listen to you sing that over and over. My little boy would never be as mean as you. He'd never say goodbye without a kiss or two. So if they don't look at you then, or you can tell they're still mad, you say that verse again so that now they're wanting their mom's hug and kiss. And I, I literally thought I, thought, I thought we were going to end with the song and then she finished with a TED Talk about it. Yeah, you kind of messed it up. So like we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna but we're gonna end it right okay. here. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks for having me. Oh, you said bye. You don't listen to the thing. <laughs> 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 <laughs>